following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Episode 31 of Your Average Ordinary. I'm your host, Dan Torres. It is so good to be back, y'all. Um, I really thought I was going to have more time when I started doing the run of my show, and then I forgot how exhausting a run of a show is, mm-hmm. too, on top of everything. So we've had a few weeks off. Um, we're changing up the format a little bit, I think, of YAO, because okay. I've been thinking about this for a while over the time that we've been off. And there's a lot of traps in the format I chose that I wish I would have known beforehand. Okay. Um, by the way, Ben is here with me again Hello. before we get any further. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I, I kind of feel like I don't need to introduce you anymore because you have that, <laughs> you really do have that past well, to come on here yeah, all the time. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, of course. Um, but in booking my own show, I found that it's really hard to keep like different guests on every week. Oh, and oh, things yeah. like that. Absolutely. And I, as much as I love doing it, and I still want to do episodes like that all the time, mm-hmm. it's hard when like something falls through, and all of a sudden you don't you don't have a manager that has two or three yeah. people waiting, and you're scrambling That's to do very it yourself. Good point. And then I'm stuck doing episodes by myself. Yeah. And that's so hard if I have nobody else to just riff off myself. And I don't oh, mind yeah. doing it. But yeah, like, but it's a little awkward right, at the same and, time. And I don't even like listening to those episodes <laughs> right. back. You know, I because I'd rather – I love listening to old episodes of like – I love listening to like when you're on, when I've had um, you know people I respect in the community on, oh, when yeah. I've had wrestlers on and stuff like that. I love listening to those because the conversation is good. With yes. me, when I'm talking at the microphone, it sounds like you're talking <laughs> at the microphone no, after yeah, a while, you absolutely. know? And it's not like a conversation. Yeah. yeah absolutely. So YAO is going to stay, and this is my first time telling you this too, so oh. this is this is news to you, so you'll enjoy this. Okay. Um, YAO is going to stay in a weekly format. I want to keep it weekly and want to keep it going that way. Okay. I do want to keep having guests on every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But my plan is to have either you or Steve on with me every week. Oh, to kind, to okay. Kind of, to kind of break that up a little bit. Yeah. And it could be both of you too. But like even on episodes, I was thinking about this. On episodes where I'm interviewing other actors, mm-hmm. that would be so good for you, yeah. too, to be sitting in the room and to be able to ask things mm-hmm. as someone who's learning that stuff yourself. Yeah. And and I think that would be really good. And it also sticks to the format of, like, your average ordinary. Like, I think as no, long yeah. as I'm on it, too, because I am also one of those people where, I, like, 
I'm nothing special. Like in oh, the big I wouldn't theme, say that. Well, in the grand scheme <laughs> of things, man. Like you know, I, 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 I do. I, I yeah. do what I do, and I try to you know impact the people around me the yeah. best I possibly can. Mm-hmm. But it, it, I still keep to that theme of like this is just a guy from his hometown who wants yeah. to do a podcast. Yeah. And same with you. Like you're mm-hmm. you're the same type. We're both actors. We're both like. From suburban lifestyles where right. nothing is really, you know, we're not established celebrities or anything No, like yeah, that. not at all. <laughs> so as long as you're cool with that, I'm pretty much going to be calling you certain weeks to Absolutely. come in and be doing cool. Absolutely. Great. That sounds great to me. Great. Well, this is, I'm I'm glad you were available this week because I also haven't seen you at all in a couple yeah, of it, weeks. Yeah, it has been a while. It, it's <laughs> been a while. We've both been busy. How's everything been? Everything's been good. I mean, right now I'm... Uh, we our cousin Luke. He needs his uh, chimney fixed oh. right now. I'm doing that for work right now. Go yeah, figure. so we're tearing apart the roof and rebuilding, or uh, not the roof, the chimney, and then uh, rebuilding it back up. That's so interesting that you know how to do stuff like that within yeah. your field. Is there a lot that you're finding, like being in the union, you're learning on the fly almost? Or um, a lot of the stuff, yeah, actually. Um, it's it, some days it takes me a little longer than mm-hmm. I'd like, you know, to learn something. But uh, I I like to think I'm getting the hang of uh the hang of things pretty easily. Yeah, you know. Uh, but yeah, it, I'm almost learning uh almost every day. On the job, uh, I recently took up a side job where I had to, um, where I had to skim cinder block walls. Okay, and uh, I thought it was going to be drywall, so I was like, "Yeah, I could, I could skim the walls." And then I saw it was cinder block. I was like, "I have no idea how to, how to do this." You know? Right. So I had, to, I ended up YouTubing it and stuff like that, and looking stuff up and. Uh, I ended up getting the hang of it pretty easily, you know? And then uh, the guy that hired me, he helped to... He said he knew how to do it. He just didn't have time Mm because he needs to get it done, you know? There's something so nice about those jobs that you're learning as you're going through, too, because I feel like it makes everything a little less boring being at work, too. Yeah. Like, if you get to a point where you know everything, you Mm -hmm. just kind of... Naturally, you can just coast after a while and just be on autopilot Absolutely, every day when you're yeah. doing that. Absolutely. But if you're actively learning in an environment like that, mm-hmm. it, it makes you, it forces you to stay more engaged, I feel like, in a lot of yeah, senses. Yeah, that's that's very true. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with this job, um, like a lot of the wood has been rotted and stuff like that. And the only reason why it rotted was because um, there's this blue skin that you're supposed to put on wood. It wasn't real. It wasn't put on. Oh, and I, it's really cool to see like the effect of like what something so little can really affect in the long run. Mm-hmm. Like this wood is, it's so rotted out that you could just put your finger through it Ugh. and it just. It peels away. God, I hate it's that so feeling. bad. Yeah, it's so gross. It's such a gross <laughs> feeling of that happening. It's so gross. Yeah, but uh, but, but yeah, learning this stuff and and like you said, I really stay engaged with it when mm-hmm. I when I have to learn it, and it's it's just so cool, you know. Um, I've never been the learning kind of guy. Well. I don't like that's learning not true. In I feel like I feel like you've never been one for book learning. You've yeah, had to physically I, learn. I a can't lot of sit in a desk all day. Mm-hmm. I I that's the last thing I want to do. You know, I'd hate that. But um, I I just 
I like doing stuff with my hands. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Which I think I think everybody is wired differently when it comes to learning. Oh, absolutely. I was someone who for some reason, like, I just always had, like, this focus where I was like, yep, I can just sit here and just do whatever. Yeah. Like, I'll yeah. just sit and, like, do the task. So school was always easy mm-hmm. for me well, because like, I for like you. doing that. Yeah. Yeah, for you, you love math because it's one big puzzle for you. Yep. I hate math. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I know. hate it. <laughs> just watching you do math as a kid was the most painful thing <laughs> that I've ever experienced in my life. Oh, my I believe God. It. Yeah. Poor mom. Mom used to always have to sit your desk next to hers (laughs) and be like your permanent tutor because you could, you just could not do the shit. Yeah, it's I was so bad at it. But like, I I can't do certain things. Chemistry, I struggled with really bad. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Any physical, like I, I can build once I learn certain things, Mm -hmm. but like doing stuff like you do, I struggle with a lot of the time because like I just. Something with my coordination, or I just mm-hmm. I cannot keep up with doing stuff like that. Okay. Also, yeah. writing, I'm really weak in. Yeah, I I could see that too. I I'm not the strongest in writing. I that's something I strive to be stronger in mm-hmm. too. Is because I want to write things. Like I have such all these great ideas in my head, and I never write it down. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's just, it's so frustrating because I'm like I want to write it, but I'm just. I don't want to put the time in, you know. Mm-hmm. I, it's it's a big back and forth sometimes. Yeah, exactly. But I even have, like, I have memories of being across the hall in fifth grade Mrs. Anderson's room. Okay. And, like, it, us having journals and me having no oh, desire yeah. to do them. I had no desire <laughs> ever to just do, like... I remember we had, like, free time where I could have caught up the one time, and I watched, like, two people play checkers the entire time. <laughs> and, like, That's I got funny. yelled at right after. Right. Like, she, she was like, you had all that time to do that, and you and you just sat there watching. I was like, yeah, because I don't want to no, write. Yeah. I'd rather like, watch that. I just that. don't. I'd rather. <laughs> it's the worst, because then I sit down to, like, either write a song or, like, write a script and stuff, and I have everything I want to do, but I'm just like. Right. Yeah. yeah, nothing. <laughs> Nothing's coming out of this. <laughs> yeah, I get that, and, and that's frustrating too. When you when you have the idea, you want to get writing, and you want to come up with more, and then you just have nothing in your head. Yeah, and it's like, it, well, this is a waste of time. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know? Um, when do you guys open for the, your show right now? Oh, um, so we're I'm currently in a show uh, at Ghostlight Theater again. Um. It's all through the night. It's a wonderful, wonderful story. Mm. I very much encourage people to come see this one. It's just a wonderful holiday show. Um, when do we open? I think, I want to say it's the week before Christmas, or two weeks. So two weeks before Christmas, and then uh, the week before Christmas is um, the last running of the show. Okay. So, um, but yeah, I will come back with the dates for sure. Um, Perfect. Because yeah, make sure you do that. Yeah, absolutely. Because again, I encourage people if you're around um, North Tonawanda and or even like an hour away from North Tonawanda, seriously, <laughs> come see the show. It is just it's fantastic. It's just a wonderful, wonderful holiday classic that they've performed at Ghostlight for 
Um, almost thirty years. Yeah, just yeah. about now. Almost um, thirty years, and it's uh, it's uh, it's something the theater is known for is that show, and mm-hmm. it's just it's a wonderful show. I very much encourage people to see this. Well, the um the artistic director over there, um Don Sports, is who uh is who wrote it yes. originally. Yeah, he's the original writer. He's the, the original show. writer of the show, and it's been performed there every three years ever since. Yeah. And I think, especially for you and me, I, th- I think it holds a significant place. Absolutely. Because of, it, it just has seemed like a pillar of certain things growing yeah. up. It's always been a measure of where we were, mm-hmm. I feel yeah, like. Absolutely. Like, uh, that was my first show ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I've ever done, and it, like you said, it, it very much holds a uh, very dear place to my heart. Like, um, like this time around, obviously Carl's not in it, and a lot of yeah. the time, I I listen to that script, and I'm just hearing Carl's words, and I, my heart aches mm-hmm. from it. You know, like it, it it's tough, but it, it's weird because um. Me, DJ, and um, this girl, Kirsten, mm-hmm. we've all been kids in the show before, and now we're playing the adult roles. Yeah, and that's it's, so strange. It, it's just so bizarre to see that. I, I'm watching some of the kids do their roles, and I, I'm literally thinking, like, this was my line. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I, he better get this line right. I know it word for word, you know? Such a bizarre feeling. It is. So the first time I ever saw All Through the Night, I was in fifth grade, mm-hmm. and we went there on a field trip. Uh, ironically, Mrs. Anderson's class again. But oh, we, really? Yeah, we all went there. Um, and after the fact, I remember loving it so much, I like repeated every line when I got home. I said, "Oh like, no full way!" Full trip to dad. He <laughs> must have been so annoyed by the end. Of it. <laughs> um, and then three years later is when I played Francis. In it. Oh, okay. And then um, I didn't do the next time they did it. And then the time after that is when I played Neil and when you oh, were in it for okay. the first time, yeah. too. And so that uh, th- that timeline specifically, because that was my interest in theater. Okay. Like, that's the first point was my interest. Yeah. The second time I was... Uh, was my uh like the door opening for me right like trying it out see if you actually yeah, like it. Yeah, yeah exactly like getting my feet wet doing it yes yeah the next time i saw it i was kind of established a new the direction i was kind of heading okay and then when i played neil it was right when i had switched to be a theater major in college oh so that okay. was that was kind of a turning point in yeah. that sense too so it's always been like a mark of like where we've right, gone, yeah. Because yeah. I've watched you play several different roles in that show now yeah, too. Yeah, that's true. Uh, what was it? I played um, Wally, and then um, Henry, uh, the girl version of, uh, or the boy version of uh, Helen. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, actually, that those were the only two. Those were the only yeah. two, and, I, I, and that, and now Neil. Yes, now and Neil. now Neil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, and I gotta tell you, it is so bizarre because I'm reading these lines and I'm like, 
this these are Dan's lines. <laughs> like I, I I feel like I shouldn't be reading this. <laughs> you know, it's just it, it's so bizarre. Um, I, I love that role. That's, it, it's it's such, such a great a, role. Mm-hmm. It, it really is. The story behind him, and that was something I noticed before is that when I was younger, I didn't really like pay attention to the script you know i focused on my lines and stuff like that mm-hmm. but i didn't realize like the full story of the script and like what the adults were really going through at this time right and right it, it was just so interesting reading at this time around and being like i actually understand what's going on in the story mm-hmm. you know like i i understand how each character feels and it's yeah. just it's just so it's so bizarre. It's weird you know? how you notice more and more things growing up. Yes. about that. Yes, and it, but it's still the heart of the story. Still means everything. Oh, everything, yeah. everything. Oh, yeah. Um, and I going back to something you said a little bit earlier. I do think when I listen to Charlie in that role, I do think of Carl yeah. all yeah. the time. Even though um, Jesse was the first one. I saw play. I saw oh, Jesse really? play Charlie. Yeah, and he did a, a fantastic job playing him. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, but Carl just was very much for me. He right. he was always like the Charlie I heard. In my yeah, head. Right. Yeah. It is his voice. It, it's just it, it. Like I said, it's so tough because um, I, I don't want to give away too much. The actor yeah. playing it now is is uh, doing an amazing amazing job, but um. But it's just it's he was the first person I I did the show with, mm-hmm. you know, so the, the and most of the time, every time I went to see the show, he was the one playing Charlie. Mm-hmm. So to be there and to not hear his voice, it's just it's so bizarre mm-hmm. and it, it, it's a little it's a little disheartening, I guess, but I understand why, you know, and it's, it's just, it it was a, it was a real tragedy. Um, the actor we're talking about, uh, Carl Tamberlin, he's a wonderful, wonderful, um, just amazing soul. Friend of our family. Uh, Yes. He was a big friend of our family. And, um, I remember the last show he was actually in, we were doing child's play and, um, we were halfway through rehearsals and he died mm-hmm. and it was just, it, it was so hard. And, um, oh, who replaced him? I want to say is, is Nate. 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 Yes. Yeah. Nate. Nate. He did. did a wonderful job, um, filling in for him and, and he had some big shoes to step in, you know, and he did it such a great job with it, mm-hmm. but it was just, it was so, it, it's so, it was so sad and, all of us, we love Carl, but when he died, we were all like, "Damn it, Carl! Really? Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. Like we, we were just we love him so much, and we were so frustrated with him. We were like, "Why'd you do this now? Why? Mm-hmm. Do, why did you have to do this?" But um, but yeah, like I said, the actor doing it now is doing a, a fantastic job, mm-hmm. but. I just uh, I miss him, you know. I, it makes sense. It, I always think about Jed when I when yeah, the show comes around too. Yeah, uh-huh. it, it's just because uh, especially he was supposed to play Neil, and I, I think yep. about that all the time. Mm-hmm. Is Jed was supposed to play this, and he never got to, and now I'm here doing it. It's you know? yeah, it's it's bizarre thinking about that because Jed was always 
when I was there, it was like every step of the way he was always around and he yeah. was always even by the end he was he was still there right. very present yeah. around us and it, it's it's sad seeing that show and knowing that like that's never going to be the same yeah you yeah know? that's very true it, it's it, like i said it it's a very for me and dan it's a very sentimental show cuz it means a lot to us but the yeah. story itself is just it's an incredible incredible show incredible and the the script um written by don swartz just fantastic he he's a a writing genius mm-hmm. in my opinion he's it, very it's, good it's just such a good story and now i actually have a question for you sure um now, not for this show, but um, in another show, I actually had to do um, – I had to try to do some stage crying, mm-hmm. and I'm not very good at that. You know, I can't cry on command. Do, have you – do you have any suggestions yeah, for that I, or – You know, it's a hard thing to do, and I think I think it's one of those things – that you have to kind of find your rhythm for too, and okay. like really feel in the moment. There yeah. are certain things that, like, if I if tears are needed, okay, that um I can pull up certain memories and like that, like that kind of like helps okay. it along a little bit. Yeah, okay. but the most important thing, honestly, is to just be present and be feeling. Like really be in the scenario, okay, and like yeah. and the emotions and the the legitimate emotions will come with it. Like yeah. when I did, um, when I did, Koki. Oh uh, yes. When do you remember? He has that uh, that whole thing about his dad dying, and he's like. My dad was the bravest person I ever knew, and you know that nobody looks like him in comic books. That they yes, just when yes. he's on the roof doing that, that was that was me legitimately feeling that in those moments. Really? And sometimes tears would come, right? Sometimes they would, but if they don't, don't worry about it. Like okay. that, that will naturally build if you're just feeling the energy in the room right. and really being honest and present in the moment. Okay. that's going to come with it. It's. Okay. If you start, like, I mentioned the thing about, you know, the memory recollection, but that can also be very dangerous oh, doing that. Oh, That yeah, can be very dangerous, absolutely. and that's that's not something that actors should put themselves through for their right. mental health specifically. No, yeah, absolutely. Um, so just letting yourself feel it. I, okay. uh, that's what I would say is, like, and if you, <clears throat> when you're doing your book work for the scenes, too. Yeah. I always find like adding comparisons to certain things is nice. Like okay. e- even being like reading a scene and being like, "What's a time I felt I could relate to the most?" In right, that? and bringing yourself back to like that point in time. And okay, stuff like that. yeah. Okay. Yeah, does that does that make sense? Yeah, I don't know it if does. that helps. That, yeah, that means. does help. I was okay. just gonna say that helps a lot actually. Um, yeah, thank you. Because uh, I've talked to other people about it. Like uh, I've talked to DJ about it. Mm-hmm. I asked him, like, how would you do that? And he was like, I can't cry at you. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> I can't do. It. It's a very hard thing. Um, the uh, when I did Jungle Book back in the day. Oh yeah. So it was based more on it wasn't the Disney Jungle Book more or less. It was right. the actual Kipling, right? Like yes. the epic ver- version of it where. 
you know, he goes from boy to man, and Shere Khan's just like right. present and stuff okay. like that. So the the climax of that show uh, basically is uh, Shere Khan speaking out to the wolves that Mowgli's like a man and that he doesn't belong there and all this. Oh, and okay. him and Shere Khan get in their final confrontation, and Shere Khan uh, is hanging off a like almost hanging off a cliff and swipes at him one more time. Oh yeah, and falls to his death basically. Okay, yeah. And suddenly, in that moment, he's dead, and Mowgli was like, "Oh my god!" Like. I did not mean for him to oh, die at all. Okay, and yeah. then the wolves look at him. Shere Khan gets exactly what he wants, right? Because then the wolves look at him and they were like, "Oh, he just killed like right. like we should be afraid of him." Mm-hmm. So that moment becomes like, "Wait, I didn't want him to die." Wait, why are you all afraid right. of me? Yeah, why and are then, you backing away? And then like, I sh- I don't belong here. And there's this weird variations of, of emo of like emotions that came with that so okay. sometimes like sometimes i'd be feeling it and would um and would like have like a few tears and have the emotional but like still feeling like okay the still feeling the sadness and still right. feeling that. yeah there were days where i bawled where i just cried oh, and cried really? and cried because like but those days, it would just it would be how your body's feeling in the moment too. Oh, that's okay. also how it is. Okay, is like you you have to like find those right those things because if you're if you're faking it, the audience is going to tell. Yeah, same as anything else. In yeah, absolutely. if you're faking it like that, but but you can tell those shifts are weird because the first show of Jungle Book I did when Shere Khan fell. The kids that were in the audience cheered and oh, were and were wow. and were clapping yeah. and like woohooing and all this stuff. And then when they saw how legitimately upset that I was that I killed him and that I created oh, that divide, their whole mood changed. They flipped. Yeah. Too. So that's the importance of doing that. Okay. Because if if you're faking it. They're they're not going to make that switch with. Oh no, yeah, they're not. They're gonna, especially kids, but all audiences can sense bullshit from a mile away. Yeah, they really can. You can tell as an audience member too when someone's faking it. Yes, you're like, eh, yeah, no, they're like Mm -hmm. something just doesn't (laughs) add up with them. Right, right. But uh, when you're just in sync. And when you're honest, right. they'll be able to relate to that too. Well, that's what okay. that's what audiences right. are yeah. looking for. Okay, that. yeah, and not giving anything away about your character tying oh, this back right. to all through the night. Yes, but you have some very honest emotions in that role. Yeah, um, yeah, and knowing knowing how that role is because um, I played it previously, I mm-hmm. know there's a lot in that that's very relatable and very. I mean, I'll give you an example okay. of how you can with without giving specific things. Right? Like, yeah. Okay. I watched someone audition for one of the phone calls that he does. Okay. A year I was auditioning. Yeah. Okay. And they chose to um, cry, cry. Right. Um, yeah. Right. From the beginning of the phone call till the end, like not sobbing, oh. but like just like. 
But like, uh, uh-uh, no, 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 yeah, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> that's that's when you're telling. Okay, this is right. this is dishonest. Right. It's never Absolutely. like even when you're in more not not necessarily in mourning or like, but just in distress, and mm. you're and you have a conversation with somebody. It's not one toned. No. Right? Yeah, no. So that's what finding the rhythms and finding the things is going to keep you honest. So as mm-hmm. long as you do your homework for this show, knowing you, I you're going to you're going to absolutely kill it. You're going to uh, be Well, thank you. You're going to uh, be awesome. one of the best Neils yet. Uh, I hope you so. Will. I I I'm trying to I'm I'm really trying to put my all in this one, you know, especially mm-hmm. like I said, this the show means a lot to us. It means a lot to uh, the people that are in the in the cast as well. It, so I really am trying to put like um, my foot forward here sure. and do everything I can. But you them. also you've never been one to not do the work for shows too. And I yeah, think, you know what? Coming up, doing this for so long, yeah. Putting in the work is the number one thing. The yeah. number one yeah. thing, if you do your homework and you put the work in, that's going to get you further mm-hmm. than anything else, even if you're playing the tiniest role. Absolutely, yeah. It, 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 you may have the tiniest role in the play, but if you play that role to your best, they're going to notice that, and they're going to be like, you know what, you're doing a great job, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it could be standing in the background, but honestly, I would be ha- I would be a character happy to stand in the background. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's just one of those things where I, I always try to be that with my roles too. I always I don't try to be like, oh, I'm going for this part. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm going for this part. I always, whenever I audition for a show, I say, give me whatever role I can, mm-hmm. whatever role you want me to play, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. You know. And, um, and you know, in the end, I, like you said, I, I try to put the work in for it. And you sure. do, too. Absolutely. Um, what, speaking of which, what was the show you were just wrapping up with? Um, oh, yeah. So, Photograph 51 did just wrap up. Yeah. Um, wow. I, um. Yeah, how did that go? Was uh, it good? Uh, good audience and stuff? It was, it was phenomenal. Awesome. It was so good. I, um. I cannot say enough about the cast I was involved with. Um, oh, really? Because they're all um, well-established actors in the community that I've looked up to for a very oh, long time. Oh, okay. Only one of them I've done a show previously with. Really? But another one um, was a professor uh, at Buff State when I was there. His name is Ray Boucher. Oh, That no way. I never took classes with because he only does intro. I only did a monologue workshop with him. But that oh, one okay. workshop, I learned so much from him. And I've been dying to work really? with him since. So he was there as well. Um, Adam Yellen, who is one of my favorite actors in the community. Um, he's He just takes everything um, that he does and just runs with it. He's going to uh, be on okay. the show at some point. And you'll, oh, be, and you'll awesome. be here for that episode. Awesome. I want to make okay. sure you are. Yeah. Um, John Profeta, who... Uh, his his confidence, I just saw keep getting stronger and stronger. It was there from the beginning, but it just got stronger okay. as the run went on. Yes, yeah. and he was just so phenomenal. He just he he. I I thought that 
he couldn't get better every single night, even though he was doing fantastic. But he just kept out doing right. Yeah, you couldn't show. think. Yeah, you didn't every think he could outdo it. And okay. and the same goes with Christian Trip Kelly, who um was played Doctor Rosalind Franklin in this one, um who has just been a staple of this community for a really long time. And I, honestly, I probably had no business being her scene partner for most of really? that time. She's just she's that good. She's just that good. Man. Um, but she, um, it, it was so fun getting to work with her, and such such oh, a yeah. treat. It was such a treat getting to work with everybody that was in that, and um, it was one of those ones too where like every piece just fit in together. It right. was one of those casts that like everything right. just melted, and the, and the chemistry I'm guessing was just exactly. on point. Exactly. Okay. Um, Mom came and saw it and said it was one of the best plays she's ever seen. Wow. Period. Awesome. Um, yeah, I'm sorry I didn't make it. Oh, no, I, you're good, dude. I got to start making time to see your show. I mean, man. You, you're a busy man. I know that. I know, but I feel bad, you know. It's, There's you always know. time. Um, I know. I got some coming up that I'll let you let you know the dates of in awesome. advance. Awesome. Um, but uh, the reviews were great. Um, I think we got we got three and a half out of uh, no, we got four and a half out of five for um, Buffalo Theater Guide, and then oh wow, we got three and a half out of four um, from the Buffalo News. So that was really good. Oh wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and it was just the show itself was very interesting because it was about the woman who discovered the structure of DNA. Um, oh yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, and wow. that it was a helix. So it was it super fascinating. Wow. Okay, and you can yeah, and you know, mom. So like, as soon as she saw it. I was like, you're going to want to be reading up on this person after you see this. And she immediately went and got three books about her and (laughs) reading about her and like diving right in. So that sounds like so that was cool. That was a cool feeling. But um, I'm glad I have my time back. Uh, Yeah, I forgot that this pandemic made me forget how exhausting it is. Oh, yeah. So um it's going to be nice to have that time to regroup and reestablish. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to try and inch my way towards um, certain roles in the future okay. that I want to just do because they're more not not real or surreal or edgy in any sense. Okay. But like, I I want to. I want to gear more towards these roles that put me in this light where I'm like, hey, I can do this too. If that makes any oh, sense. You know yes, I mean? yes. So I just, um, I'm working on, I'm doing a stage reading in January for one night only. And I'm playing oh. um, a recovering meth addict in it. Oh, wow. So really? like, yeah. So that's, and, and some of the stuff is really, it's like having, it's about me and um, a, and my girlfriend in the show Right. And we have this baby together, and we're trying to um, get custody of her or keep custody of her. Oh, and like trying okay. to keep off meth in order to. Right. And there's some there's some crazy subject matter in it, but I love I love the challenge of it. That's the thing oh, is I yeah, love absolutely. I love the challenge of of getting a role like this. Yeah, and, and, and trying and to like play you this. said. It, it, I at least I've never seen you do anything like that mm-hmm. before, you know. So 
yeah, to really, uh, you're not only trying to prove that to other people, you're proving to yourself to myself too. That like I can do, I can do this, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, absolutely. That's gonna. That's I can't gonna wait. Be great. I can't wait. I'm very excited. And um, Cassie Cameron is directing, who um, is a phenomenal um, actress director with oh, the town. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, I'm excited to work with her for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know a lot of the details on who else I'm going to be working with yet, but um, with the company, it's second generation theater, which they are always pulling the best they can find for okay. anything. So. Yeah. Um, so that's exciting, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking to move in that direction and, you know, I'm planning the wedding, so I don't have time to necessarily be doing full-time commitments Mm -hmm. anymore. Um, but as many as I can get if if everything's right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about that too. I, I was talking to DJ and Ryan today when we were doing crew and it's just, they were talking about like... Dude, we missed you so much. Like, I'm. We're so glad you're back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I am too. It's been way too long since I've been to Ghostlight. You know. Yeah. And, and it, for acting in general, I, I, I miss it. I, it, I, I love my, I love my job. I really do. But um, when I do acting, even if I'm exhausted by the end of the day, when I'm doing the show, I. I have absolutely not one regret. It's a know? great feeling. It's, it's such a wonderful feeling. It is, and you have such a talent too. And it's well, a, thank you. I I learned it from you. I dude. know, but <laughs> I but learned. but you see, you say that, but a lot of the headway you made, you learned yourself. Yeah, I find I fine tuned certain things that you did and okay. I made you aware of certain things. Yeah. But that's what any good actor needs is they just need the the, the skills true. to do they, they need the the tools to get certain things right. Mm-hmm. And you have always been my favorite thing about you is you dive right into the roles that you do. You dive head first okay, into yeah. it. And that's that's what you're gonna do. You see, right, you yeah. see this role, and you're like, I'm living this for the yes, next few months. Yes, like these are these are gonna be mine, and this is gonna be mine to to take for myself. Right. Um, and you help your castmates, and don't yeah. take the spotlight from them, which yes, is the most important yeah. thing. Is making your scene partner yeah. look good within that. Um, so you have those really key elements within that okay and you do things with your skill level and where you were with your training even without any formal training that make me i look at you and i go you know if i didn't go to school i would have been all right because i think oh really because i think that you will have an incredible career doing this well even without the formal training thank you and i i think about that all i it's funny because I literally think the opposite. I think all the time, like, man, maybe I should have went to college like Dan did and, and learn how to actually stage fight and, and learn different things. That's, like, one of the only reasons I've ever considered going to college. Right. And you know? I, But I'm one of the lucky ones, too. The The same thing with, like, with the work ethic. If you get the right thing at the right time and okay. you have the right work ethic in order to do it. Yeah. That's going to set up most things for you moving okay. forward. Yeah. Most things. I got lucky because when I got out of college, I got an audition with 
theater of youth immediately. And right. I had something set up for me right after. Okay. And just with, I try to be the type where all I need is an opening. Just give me an opening. Oh, just give me the yes. opportunity. Yes. And I'll, and I'll maximize that okay. however you. But some people can't take the, I, I'm not, I don't want to say take the pressure of doing it because that's the wrong word for okay. it. Some people think that if they just wait around long enough that oh, right that it's going to land in their them. lap. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Without actively seeking certain right, things yeah. or doing certain it, things. And that's a big thing. Yeah. You have to be willing to take risks in order to do this kind of job. Yeah. You know, uh, like even if it's the I was talking to someone recently that the guy I was doing the side job for. I told him how I want to act for, uh, you know, for, for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And he mentioned like, well. Like, what have you been doing to to get there? I'm like, honestly, I haven't really been doing much. I've been busy. But mm-hmm. it was like, if you want to do something about it, you got to start now. You're at the perfect age to do it. Yeah. You know, like you got to get an agent. You got to do this and that. In the, he was saying, even if you start as a coffee boy on a set <laughs> yeah, it, and move up the ranks, you look at that person and say, uh, would that be three creams and three sugars? You know, like... It, it, you just got to take it with a grain of salt and and try to further what you're trying to do. Yeah, it's Absolutely. it's weird. I've had to, you know, work shitty jobs in order to— Oh, yeah. I've had to sacrifice a lot. That's the other thing is people don't realize you have to sacrifice certain yes. amounts if you really want to do it. Absolutely. Because Theater of Youth is a lot of daytime shows, mm-hmm. I couldn't take typical nine-to-five jobs for a long time. Oh, no, yeah. Because I wanted to keep doing as much theater as I could and keep right. building my resume yeah. as much as— And going out into the um, your traditional— theater world now is yeah. is very it's very vulnerable vulnerable and very scary for me now because yeah. I don't know what I'm gonna find and I don't know what I'm gonna okay. you know what I'm gonna end up landing and not landing within that um but it, you, I felt I had to make those sacrifices no yeah you absolutely. you have to because absolutely. then people remember that they remember oh yeah mm-hmm. they did this for me in this pinch or that. yeah and like you know sometimes with my agent now like she thinks of me of oh yeah he responds when I call for this so even if he can't do this I'm still gonna tell him about right. it right you know right. um yeah it's it's all about just, you know, being open to whatever life throws at you at that. Right, yeah. But I think you have the capacity to do that, too. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It, like I said, it, it it is a learning process, too, mm-hmm. you know? It absolutely is. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's just, it's tough in the acting world, you yeah. know? It, you but, know you, you, but you're even, like, establishing, eh, I can't talk to you. What the <laughs> no hell worries. is going on? Um. <laughs> You keep you also established this too with podcasting, which is another like oh yeah, that's another form of like entertainment where you're branching yeah. off and you're doing things to keep you um, presenting yourself in different ways. Yes. Which getting in front yeah. of people is a big thing with with any performance yeah. trait or Absolutely. any art yeah. form. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and it. It really is. Uh, people don't realize what it's when you get on stage. Like, 
they really think like, oh, that's easy sometimes, mm. you know? Some people obviously are like, I can never do that. But there are some people that are like, that's easy. And then once they get up on stage, they they crack. And they're like, I, uh, what do I say, mm. you know? What was the point for you where you were like, I want to keep doing this? Uh, oh, my God. I, I mean, I think the same was for you. I, I think when I... Did all through the night. I was like, the like, this is great. I really want to do this. Mm-hmm. But then, what really solidified it for me was doing Huckleberry Finn and Tom you were Sawyer. So it good was at that. I, I, I loved that role so much that I was just like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. It, and it's 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 just it's so funny to me that everyone's not just a, such a great actor because. Mm-hmm. When we're kids, we are. We're, we, it, and that's what acting is. It's one big game of playing pretend mm-hmm. for, for, you know, like five hours, you yep. know? Yeah. And it, it, it's, I, I love it. You know, I get to, I get to be a kid all day mm-hmm. and play pretend in this role that, you know, I may not be going home as this person, but I'm showing up as this person, yep. you know? That's right. It, I, it's just like I said. It's one big game of pretend, and it's just it's so much fun to do, in my opinion. And and I understand that, like, the fact that people are watching you is a big factor for people. Like, how can you have this many people watching you? Mm-hmm. You're in public with people almost every day. You know, like if if you're not in the big city, you know, you're surrounded by. If you're there, you're surrounded by hundreds of people. But if you're in a classroom, you're still around mm-hmm. people. You have to learn how to talk to them and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's one person or a thousand. Exactly. you got to present the exactly. same exact way. And, and like I said before, uh, part of that is you you have to be willing to take risks. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've taken a lot of risks that, you know, have worked out, some that haven't worked out. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, it's give or take. You have to work with what you get, what you're given. Right. Absolutely. But, um, you know, speaking of acting, I recently saw, um, what was it? Tom Holland said, if I'm playing Spider-Man by the time that I'm 30, I'm doing something wrong. I think he's... I'd say, I'd say that. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it, how old is he right now? Do you know? He's, he's got to be like... What twenty three? There's got to be something like that. He, I'll find out while yeah, we're on it. Yeah, I know he's fairly young, but, but he's right though because you can't you can't keep playing roles like no, that. No, yeah, you can't. I mean, look at what happened to Hugh Jack. I mean, I know he'll play Wolverine forever. Like he said that before, but um, uh, you know, sometimes I was I was actually talking to TJ about this. Twenty five. Tom Holland's twenty. Twenty five. Yeah. Wow. He's yeah. Actually, a little older than I thought. He can play um, younger nicely. That that's yes. Well, that's like the the one benefit about looking younger, like I do too. Is I can even though I'm 28, I can fall back and play like 22, 23 right. yeah. really easily. Yeah, like absolutely. very very easily. So like he's gifted in that sense. Yeah, big time. absolutely. And um, but yeah, again, I was talking to uh, DJ and Ryan about this. Um, we recently talked about how. Um, how one of the people that were in all through the night, uh, Debbie, mm-hmm. um, they didn't want to do it this time around, and it's because they've done it so many times. They, you know, they don't think they could do anything else with it, mm-hmm. and it makes sense. Like, and I, I even mentioned DJ. Like, 
How long is how long has she been wanting to retire Lonnie and Bernice? Oh, you so know? long, so and, long. And she still she does those roles, and she does an amazing job every single time. You know, mm. but I I totally understand it. You could only you could only beat a dead horse for so long. Mm. You know, and it it really is. It's just one of those things where after a while, it's. Uh, it it gets old mm-hmm. doing it, and it's like okay, I don't really want to do this role anymore. Right? You know, it's uh, that's how I totally understand that. And she's she's done it so phenomenally for so long yeah. that it yeah. she's right. There's nothing else to establish, right? With yeah, her. absolutely. And it, and I know that a lot of people would be upset if she didn't play that role, you know, and they did it again. But again, she's done so much with it. Yeah, you know, um, Aunt will always have such a special place in my heart because of yes. the fact that I was Neil with her. Um, I was and, Norman for her yeah. um, for Halloween Dreams. Um, I forgot about that, actually, mm-hmm. yeah. We did, um, even when I did, uh, oh my God, Noodles. When I just did Noodles over there, oh, she was yeah. Noodles for me. That was, so I want to talk about that for a second, too, okay. because that was... There was something really bizarre about coming back and doing that show. Noodles, yeah. Yeah. Um, in the most beautiful way, I would say. Okay. Because that was, I had finished my degree the year before. I okay. I had done my first three professional shows at that point. Oh, okay, yeah. And I still wanted to, I had the time off coming up, but mm. I didn't want to take time off for whatever reason i just want to keep going yeah and for some reason i messaged them about if there were people that uh, my age for noodles that they need i had no idea that they would even think of me for yeah and realizing that like they were gonna bank on me for this too right i was almost like oh shit like the like, what am I going to do with that? Right. And you did a great job uh, with that, that role. But that, that... That was such a great role. That was... I I can't even describe how I felt some of the time because you have Jesse, who has always been an acting mentor for oh, me in a lot of yeah. senses and has always guided me in the right directions. Right. And, um, even when, I'll, I'll, when we did... Our town, way back in the day, back in 2011 oh, wow. when I did that. Yeah. And I was at uh, auditions with him, mm-hmm. and I was reading for the scene we ended up doing together. Oh, no way. He goes, I'll never forget, I sat down, and he goes, follow my lead. I was like, okay. I got. I, I immediately right, said, I yeah. got you. And he's like, he's like, keep it silent. He's like, don't, he's like, just keep silence in that because it's like the okay. father-in-law so we're sitting at the oh, table together right okay yeah and so we sit down and you know the mother-in-law leaves right and there's silence and we just kind of looked at each other like okay <laughs> like we don't <laughs> neither of us want to be in this awkward conversation right, yeah. at this point um <laughs> but he i learned when he did that in that moment yeah I learned a lot about timing and certain things yeah. to like 
like what works in establishing that all scenes don't have to be rushed. That right. You take those yeah. little moments to establish yeah. things, right? I, I'm I'm kind of learning that right yeah. now with the phone call scenes. It, it, it's kind of, I'm trying your to, time. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. trying to pace Find in the between and yeah. Um, so he taught me that for the first time. So having him in that show, um, was, was really amazing. Don, right, of course, yeah. because, oh, yeah. because Don and Debbie, I always wanted to just make proud and keep, oh, and yeah. keep like pushing myself as far as I could. The Woomers being my parents. Oh, yeah. Amanda being my love interest, which Amanda and I have worked together for so many years. Mm-hmm. And to be back, um, being scene partners with her was just, it was so lovely. Um, Victoria yeah. Seeger. Um, who her first time doing any oh, kind of theater, yeah. and she was great. Yeah, she um, was. And Chris Fire, who we had always danced oh, around doing Chris shows Fire. together for years, mm-hmm. but had never done one. And I finally yep. got my show with Chris Fire. Finally, yep. um, <clears throat> I missed stage managing for that show. Me, that was so. And much. that's Especially, the other thing is your stage managing DJs directing me. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking at this like, when did we get here? When <laughs> yeah. did we get to this okay, point yeah. where I'm the person that's the team captain of this? Like that's right. If, of of these people that like, I just like kind of grew up. And, oh yeah, and like the. <sighs> the the feedback i got to from from it from some of them right it it made me realize holy shit i grew up didn't i okay yeah like like i grew up and like here i am doing this where now i'm the one that can kind of right. be like okay this is what you need me to do all right like cool let's go yeah and that's that's always what i've wanted to be Okay. With, with things, yeah. Always wanted to be that yeah. that person with people. Even, um, oh my god, I feel like I'm tooting my own horn in this one. <laughs> no, no, no worries. But we just, um, we just got the ensemble award for um, Koki. Um, which oh, was cool. really? So I got yeah. So we. Oh just, no way! Yeah, that happened um, November first. We got that. We we haven't done episodes <laughs> since then, so I forgot that's, to. That's fucking awesome, well, dude! Oh my god! Well, what's cool is now. We I've gotten that same award in two shows. I did Cookie and I did Jungle Book, and we got the same award oh, for both. Oh yeah! And it's back to back years, which I which I wow. Thought was cool. But Alejandro being with me for both West Side Story and Cookie, mm-hmm. he said that um, he watched my mindset change. Between West Side and between Koki, oh. because for West Side, I knew my role and I knew I wasn't like the in like the in charge person of that right. one, and that I had to go with what the team was saying. So I kind of fell back. Right. I played my position. I did whatever. Okay, and then for Koki, I knew this is team captain mentality. Okay, like this is where yes. you kind of have to be for that. So I stepped up. And like that's where, and he said like, but I think that's also important with people is to right. know that because how many times have you seen someone who run their mouth over and over again and they have yeah. no room to be running their mouth yeah. about absolutely, absolutely anything within that? Yeah, there's it, a lot it's, of people. There's there's some ego involved. With yeah, that. like the, there's there's a bizarre amount of like 
how the fuck did you even get to this <laughs> point of thinking with it? You right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're absolutely right. There are some people that think like, like not that the show is all about them, but like the people are there to see mm-hmm. them. And it's like, dude, you're you're part of a team. Yeah. You know, you gotta. If you're upstaging everyone else and, and doing this and that, and it and you're not giving credit to your fellow actors on stage, you know... It's it, disastrous. Yeah, absolutely disastrous. And it, uh, like I said, it's just, it, it's a team. You can't just rely on yourself mm-hmm. to do everything, you know? Like, uh, and I feel bad because sometimes... I, I hate doing this, but, like, a DJ's directing the show sure. this time around. And sometimes I'll think of something and I'm like... I don't really want to say anything, you know? It's not my place to say something, you know? And that can be hard, like, because sometimes you think, like, oh, that could be valuable or something Right, yeah. But it's also, you know, you also can, you have that option, too, of, like, going to him at the side and being like, hey, this, you know, I was thinking this might be good, but I didn't want to say it in front of everybody else, you know? Yeah. Because that's a more respectful approach of that. Other right. than like just calling somebody out in front of everybody else, yeah, I I've seen those people too, and it's like how how do you think this is going to benefit? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. It's bizarre. It's a really it really, it really is. It really is, and it's <laughs> um. So transitioning off this a little bit, okay. Um, I feel like, but this is this is really really great conversation. Oh no, I think, no for yeah. like anybody who's into acting and into Absolutely, the theater field. Yeah. Um, we touched on Tom Holland before. We have to talk about the new Spider Man. Did trailer, you see right? it? Oh, of course oh, I saw it. Oh, Man, that looks really Dude. good. Okay, so so yeah, what are your theories on it? Like, what what do you think is going on? Well, they 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 have to br- be bringing. McGuire and Garfield in, right? They have to. Be. Uh, I don't know. It, it it it's tough. So I I've seen a few different scenes. Um, what was it? The one trailer, the lizard is literally getting punched by nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, there's something going on here. But then, like the the very end of the trailer, when he's reaching for uh Mary Jane's hand, mm-hmm. and Casey was like, "That's another Spider Man's hand," and I was like. No, it's not. No, I didn't think yeah, that. Yeah, it was, I, and I even I proved it to her because I kept going back to different scenes and seeing his hand like that, and I was like, "It's the same hand here," mm-hmm. you know. Like, it, uh, I understand where she's coming from. It, it, it is exciting because mm-hmm. it's like the multiverse. They, they have to bring them in. They've been talking about it for so long, but at this point, it's also like. Eh, is it really going to happen, though? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it, Again, it's tough because I would love to see them in the movie. Mm-hmm. I really would. Absolutely. But I don't think it's going to happen. I really don't think that we're going to be seeing that. But I, again, though, it's tough because of stuff like seeing the lizard like that, you know, and then and then stuff like, Freaking Norman Osborn showing up and and Doctor Octavius, yeah, and, and him seeing Tom Holland, going, yeah, and going, Peter you're Parker. not Peter, yeah, and it's like, what? Like we got to be establishing something <laughs> exactly, here, right? Yeah, right? It's like, and I I keep thinking to myself, oh my god, 
we're going to see the Sinister Six, you know? Like, we're finally seeing them on screen together. Like, this is going to be amazing. And we don't even know if there's going to be a sixth villain yet, I think. Because what is it? There's a lizard, Sandman, uh, Electro, um... Doctor Octopus, Doctor Green Goblin, Green Goblin. So that's five. They just that's, have to throw. Yes. They just have to exactly. throw another one in there. Exactly. That's five. It, here's what I wasn't sure about: Was Electro? Um, what's his name? Uh, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. yeah. Was it yep. was him? Yep. I couldn't tell if it was him or not. He I, looks way better. Yes. Oh my God, he looks way better than. See he did. if they would have just. <laughs> If they would have just done that, yeah, exactly. exactly. Immediately, the quality yeah. of Amazing Spider-Man immediately Two goes up. It goes right? up. Like it, it wouldn't have helped with what they did with Harry Osborn, no, but still, no. but still, the quality would have gone up because it is a solid film. It's just like stuff like that. It, that was bad. That and too then, many plot lines. Yeah. way too many plot lines. Yeah, way too many. I, I do love the fact that they did the. The classic thing with Gwen Stacy, with uh, did she did she hit the floor or did he snap, snap her, neck, her neck? You know, yeah. it, it really is that that big calling of um, like, is he a killer? or Is he not? You know, yeah. But even them, like that that whole thing at the end with him and Rhino, where they're going at each other, that they showed yes, in the trailer, and yeah, then and made happens. it this big thing. Yeah, I was like, why would you even do that? Yeah. Yeah, what was the what point was of the that? Point? You, what was the point? First of all, you casted Paul Giamatti as Rhino, which <laughs> shame on you! <laughs> I know, shame yeah. on you for doing that. <laughs> but like, like, come on, man! Yeah. Like, yeah. you just know, you know that was the wrong thing to do mm-hmm. with that. But um, going uh, going back to this though, if they are doing the multiverse, I love this because. I don't want to know. Yes. I don't want to know off the I bat. I don't want to know. The thing that killed Civil War for me, mm-hmm. it's a controversial opinion, the thing that killed Civil War for me mm-hmm. was showing Spider-Man in the preview. Yeah. If they would have just teased something was happening and not shown him, mm-hmm. way better hype for yep. that movie. Absolutely. Way more hype for that movie. And they could have easily done that. Right? Oh, they easy. they had one yeah. scene of him in the trailer. You mm-hmm. take that out, and and like you're good. It would have been so much more satisfying. You could have kept everything in yep. there. You could have kept that those two teams against mm-hmm. each other without showing Spider Man would have been way more Absolutely. of a. It- Surprise! Yeah, when he showed it, up. Even in the trailer, you could have had something so simple, so simple like a, a little spider web place somewhere. Now you have a little controversy. Mm-hmm. Like, is he going to be in the movie or is he not? Like, now people are guessing. You know, like I have no idea. Like we are right now. Yeah. Like, are are Toby and uh, Andrew going to be in this movie or not? You know. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely agree with because that was like the biggest part of the movie. I. I don't know how you feel, but I I didn't really care when Bucky and Cap were beating up Cap or Iron Man. Mm-hmm. I I didn't really care for that. I was like Spider Man here, cool, awesome. Mm-hmm. They, they they finally did him right. This is awesome. And then by the time the end came around, it was like okay, <laughs> you know, like like what was it? His shield was broken. Like Iron Man couldn't even leave. It was. You know, and the whole fight itself, uh, what was it? Um, Oh, my God. Uh, Hishi. 
He, yeah, she yeah, does yeah, a little yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, it's a YouTube series called How It Should Have Ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do a very good thing on that where, like, uh, Iron Man slaps Captain America away and and he he goes to aim at Bucky and Bucky's just like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I didn't know it was your parents. And he was like, you don't get the right to be sorry. He was like, I, I know. I, I don't deserve that. So just kill me and end this. Like, it's completely fair. Mm-hmm. And then he just, like... <sighs> get this guy out of here. And he's like, what? No, you were supposed to have this big fight where you and you were supposed to come to terms and maybe split into groups. <laughs> of course, it's like a comedic thing, but it's like it, it's 100% right. Mm-hmm. You know, that that is kind of how that should have been how it ended. Yeah. In my opinion, you know, and it, it's it's tough because um. They not only introduced Spider-Man in that movie, but they also introduced Black Panther. Yeah. You know? And it's it's tough because I loved I loved Chadwick Boseman playing that role. Rest I in peace, loved Chadwick. him. Yeah, rest in peace. But it, it kind of got undersold. You know, yeah, it was like, it, like he had a lot of good scenes, like, uh, like uh, when the doctor's about to kill himself and he stops him from doing it. Like, mm. he has a lot of great scenes, but it feels like they were undersold because yeah. it, the big fight was Captain America and Iron Man. You know, which again, it, it and. Uh, I have some problems with it because it, I read, um, who was it? Uncle, Uncle Richard gave me the book for Civil War, mm-hmm. and I read the book, and it's like, this is nowhere near where it should the, be. The comic version know? of Civil War, for those who haven't read it, you you should take Absolutely. the time. It's, Absolutely. It's such a like, great yeah. – the, the whole raw storyline of it is just – fantastic. It, it's such a good story. It, it's it's just so good. And, and like – Spider-Man has a huge role in it, a huge, huge role, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he goes to the middle of town and takes off his mask. Yeah. And, and everyone knows who he is now, mm. you know? Like, J. Jonah Jameson's watching the news and he faints. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, he, it, I understand why they put him in the movie, but he had to be a big, big role and he was just kind of like he shows up yeah. and he, he helps in the battle, but then nothing. Yeah, really you don't you don't see him at the end of the movie. Yeah, you know that. Um, it was kind of just to put him in. Not you know, in my opinion, they kind of put him in there as like a little bunny grab. That movie, yeah. Contra- uh This might be a controversial opinion. Okay. Civil War is one of those movies that are one of the Marvel movies, at least, that has depreciated in value since since, the, it, came since it came out. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Other than the airport thing, I really don't remember yeah. a single damn thing from Civil yeah. War. Uh, I mean, you have some cool scenes like. Um... One of my personal favorites is the elevator scene where he's. Oh no! That's that... that's um Winter Soldier. That is Winter that's Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah. That is Winter Soldier. That's Man. that's how much it's depreciated, yeah, dude. It really... <laughs> you know, you know what I remember most from Civil War? What? Sokovia. Sokovia, Sokovia, Sokovia. Seemed like every five seconds they were talking about. Oh, Sokovia happened in uh, Age of Ultron. 
okay, we remember, right, yeah. dude. Yeah. Like, this is, I get that this is cleaning up all those events. <laughs> but you know it, what? You could take that movie out. Yeah. And you're not going to miss too much. Yeah, exactly. Because what was the whole thing? They, and they went rogue because they didn't even go rogue, technically. They were in that one battle, and some people got hurt in a building. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> what about all the New Yorkers that got hurt in the first Avengers? You're not going to talk about that? Mm-hmm. Or about Age of Ultron when literally the whole land was lifted, and I guarantee you... People were falling to their deaths. You're not going to talk about mm. that. But it, you're going to focus on a grenade that went off in a building. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah it's yeah. like, I don't know, though. That, that that sounds like a very successful storyline to me, focusing on a city being destroyed <laughs> to establish a storyline. I mean, Batman versus Superman did that. Re- oh. <laughs> yep. And, and it wasn't even, uh, what was it? They didn't even do it. For Batman v Superman. It, no, they didn't do it in Batman v Superman. They did it in Man of Steel. Yeah. To set it up for Batman v Superman. It's like, what the <laughs> hell? I, I, I was so disappointed with that movie. <sighs> I, I thought it was going to be the classic, like, like Dark Knight Returns, him and him facing off. Uh, and I thought that's what it was going to be. I didn't think it was going to branch off of any story right. or anything like that. I thought it was just going to be like the Batman Returns, Batman and Superman are fighting. Mm-hmm. And, and that that would have been great because their actual fight in the in the comic, it lines up perfect, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and they do this great thing of um of like humanizing Superman. Yeah. And, yeah. and it really, like, he really is the most, he's one of the most powerful characters ever created. He is. Uh, yeah. Realistically. You know, he really, it's dumb that. He's uh, beaten Goku twice now. <laughs> yeah, sadly. Sadly. That was the biggest fuck that you That was the biggest. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Not only did they do number one, and it's so ratioed, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's so yeah. ratioed it's because of how divided people are yep. over the whole thing. <laughs> but then they doubled down with God Goku. <laughs> they doubled down, and they were like, yeah, Superman would still be him. <laughs> uh, it's, it, it really, it, that, it's... It, Again, I, I get it. He's one of the most powerful for he he's literally battery charged by the sun, mm-hmm. you know. And I get it that something like that can be un- literally unbeatable. Mm-hmm. But Goku literally has a magic pole, yeah, and can literally beat him up with a magic pole. <laughs> I, I, I get that Goku wants a fair fight, but but still, like it's. It's, it's freaking Goku, you know? He annoys me. I mean, he's so powerful, it annoys me. Yeah. Like, the fact that, like, in certain fights, he'd be, like, dead even with the guy, and he'd be like, oh, oh, I'm tired. Wow. Let me just take <laughs> off this 3,000-pound vest yeah. I've been wearing the whole time. And they're like... What? Wait, what? Why did you just do that? Like, ah, that's better. All right, now I'm ready. <laughs> like, my biggest qualm. Pisses with, me off. I, my biggest qualm, and I think everyone agrees with this, anyone that's watched Dragon Ball, is 
when he's fighting, and I understand why he did it, was to show how powerful Gohan is, but when he's fighting Cell, and he's like, okay, I'm done, and then says like, okay, Gohan, you fight him. Hey, Cell, here's a sensu bean. (laughs) What? What? Why would you do that? Oh, my God. Like, I understand he wants to have a fair fight. He wants to show how powerful Gohan really is. It's like, dude, this guy's trying to destroy your world. Mm -hmm. This isn't a game, you know? And and they really touch on that in the new series uh, with uh, Tournament of Power, they call it. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, Goku essentially puts the whole tournament together. Sure. Because he talks to the creator of all... 12 universes mm. and it's like hey this would be a lot of fun and uh, <laughs> uh what was it the the whole thing was um whatever universe loses dies like the whole universe is done for so their universe ends up you know goku's universe obviously wins in the end and um I just love the fact that he's like, oh, yeah, this sounds like fun. Let's let's just put my old universe up for gambling. (laughs) He's like, yeah, this sounds like fun. And literally the God of Destruction is telling him, like, this isn't a game, Goku. Like, you don't know what you're doing. You're playing with lives. And he's like, yeah, but it's fun. (laughs) It's like, what are you doing, Goku? But, but yeah, um, at the end of that tournament of power, um, they bring up they bring back Android Seventeen, mm-hmm. and he's actually like a protector of Earth. It's very he's very cool. They that do him really, really cool. yeah. They do him very well done. But um, on his own whim, he literally says, "Bring back everyone and all the universes." Like they get one wish mm-hmm. at the end of the uh, at the end of the tournament from the Super Dragon Balls. Yeah, yeah, and. He asks, bring back all the universes and anyone that was injured during this tournament of power. Mm-hmm. And the the guy's name is Grand Zeno, um, the creator of the universes. Okay. And he's he literally says, that's a great answer. If you had said anything else other than that, we would have wiped you guys and restarted. <laughs> it's just like, okay, <laughs> you know? It's, it's like Goku is really... In, uh, who knows what Goku would have wished for, mm. you know? Uh, oh, that's what it was. So they bring um they bring Frieza um into the tournament of power to fight for them. Okay. And his whole thing was if you fight for us, I'll wish for you to come back to life. Yeah. And she was and he was like, "Okay, that works for me." So um, Frieza and him ended up losing the battle and uh, Android 17 was the last one remaining, mm-hmm. so he got to say the wish. So if Goku had said, bring back Frieza, the whole <laughs> Frieza would have just died again, you know, and the whole universe would have been wiped. It, it, it's just some of that stuff and how naive Goku is is funny. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's great. I, I, I saw this comic the other day that was funny. It was um, Gohan's walking past uh, uh, Goku while he's on a computer, and he goes, Dad, what are you doing? And he he goes, taxes, don't let your mother know I can do this. <laughs> it's just, he has, like, his glasses on. He's, like, typing on his chest. Unreal. It's so funny. Oh, it's, but, uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. It, it is. <laughs> it, and it, uh, it, again, I, I'll bring it back to this. It, it's... It's tough between him and Superman, like, who would actually... Because it's literally... 
you know, I'm pretty sure Goku is inspired off of Superman if he isn't. Sure. You know? Oh, of course. I, I mean, the, the, he fell from the sky and came to Earth. You mm-hmm. know, it, that's literally the story of Superman. Um, but it, it's just uh, the fact that Goku's always powering up. It it kind of seems like he can't be beat. No. Yeah. You no. Know? <laughs> I no one could even think of a scenario where he has been. No. You know? No, he it's... never has been. Not cleanly, at least. No, yeah, exactly. Not like a clean defeat. Like, the closest we have ever gotten was when he was um, fighting Jiren yeah. in this new uh, saga. But, um, like, he was literally he was literally about to kick him out of the tournament. And then, um, I, I've, I've mentioned this before, the uh, Ultra Instinct. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's the idea of fighting and defending without even thinking. And it's supposed sure. to be just a lifestyle of just um, just move without thinking, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, because he entered the state of mastering it so quickly, it took a toll on his body. Mm-hmm. And it, it, when he was about to knock Jiren out... It literally pretty much tore him from the inside out. Oh shit! And he he was just in this excruciating pain. And Jiren literally said, "Like you fought really, really well. If if this didn't happen, you would have defeated me." Mm-hmm. And that um tries knocking him out of the ring, but then Frieza actually saves Goku from falling out, which is cool. You get to see a scene with uh. Goku and Frieza fighting together, which That's was so cool. very, very cool. I gotta get back into Dragon Ball. It, it, it's tough because uh, people, people really hate on Dragon Ball. I, I understand why because it's a slow moving show and uh, like the whole yeah. There's tons of filler in yeah, it for sure. Like the whole tournament of power is like what, like forty minutes long, I mm-hmm. think, and like every episode only like. Two minutes, three minutes have gone by. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow. <laughs> That's, that was a very long minute. Right, exactly. Know? Like, oh, that was that was that was that was a long time. Yeah, exactly. It was like how yeah. like some old Yu-Gi-Oh episodes he'd only get through like five turns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In the half the time they're just talking like, Yugi, I'll defeat you. And it's like okay. Yeah, I know, right. <laughs> While not actually doing and actually defeating him then, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, the, some shows do suffer from that. Uh, they're a little slow moving, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Especially with animes, you can find that a lot. But, absolutely. But there's so much. Like they have to put so many episodes within their season that exactly. like it's kind of unavoidable yeah. at points. They have to pace it out too, you know. Especially if they don't know what they're gonna be doing. And uh, what's a perfect uh, the perfect example is um, uh, what's it called? Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, they follow, and most animes do follow the manga. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Full Metal Alchemist did. But then it got, it met up with the manga mm-hmm. and couldn't really do anything after. So they started putting out, like, kind of, I haven't seen it, so I couldn't really tell you. But they started doing different stuff that wasn't off of the manga. Mm-hmm. So, um,. And they kept going with it, and for that reason, I think it's not that great of a show. Mm. But then they came out with, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which strictly follows the anime. Oh, okay. and so, and I think that's what makes it a good show. It, it, 
it already has a guideline to follow, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it already has that um, that track to go on. Yeah. And it's, you know. There's always more success, I feel like, when, yes. when that happens. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and I, th- I think it was a slow-moving show, and I think that's one big thing it suffered from. Yeah. Know? But, so, like, that happens. That yeah, has to be like absolutely. that. Yeah, absolutely. It happens, mm-hmm. you know. That's all you can... Um, so, speaking of which, uh, have you been watching your animes lately? Dude, I've been <laughs> so bad with it. I've been <laughs> unbelievably bad with my anime. No. John's been screaming at me because I have to get back into my hero. I have to. Oh, uh, you to. haven't have finished to. it? No, I haven't. Dude, I haven't watched it in months, and I need <laughs> oh, to I need to man. get back on it because I love it. I think it's so oh, good, yeah. but I just, like... And I'd rather watch it with the subs, too, so I have to be paying yes, attention yeah, while I do it, which absolutely. is, uh, like, that's a problem. It, it, it absolutely, it's, I, I'll throw the dub on if I, it, on rare occasions, honestly. Mm-hmm. It, it, I, it's not the fact that I don't like the dub version, it's, I feel like they put more effort um, and more time into the voice actors mm-hmm. for the Japanese version because that's that's how it was made. Yeah, it, for sure. It's made to be in Japanese. So uh, they put more time and thought into the characters they're casting for that role mm-hmm. when I feel like the U.S., they don't really care as much. Like, no, I don't I, think so. I, I've brought this up before. Like, Deku in... Um, the sub version, he sounds like a total badass. Like, he yeah. sounds cool. Like, he... He's this guy you could get behind. In the dub, he sounds like a total bitch. Mm-hmm. Like he, he, you're following this kid, and you're like, okay, he sounds like a wimp. Yeah, know? he does sound like a badass in the actual. Yeah, in, in the yeah. show, he sounds like a total badass. Mm-hmm. It's like th- this is sweet. I could get behind this, you know. Yeah, I heard you have this conversation on your podcast, and I, oh, I thought yeah. it was so. I thought it was so smart. Like I was like, yeah, like that's exactly right. No, it, like so many yeah. fall into that trap of A- like. Yes, absolutely, and I, I regret it because I haven't watched uh, the, this show that I think you should get into because you'll love it. It's called. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay. And it's it's such a good show. And I actually didn't watch that one sub because uh, I watched it on HBO Max and they didn't have it. Okay. Uh, they only had the dub version. So I checked that out. It was really good still. It was a solid, just a solid piece. But, um, but again, it's just... It's so a lot of the stuff is just so much better in the in the subversion because they put the time and effort into it. Mm-hmm. They make sure like, okay, this this sounds good. If it doesn't sound good, okay, what happened here? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like like this is a problem. But um, but yeah, I I think a lot of shows suffer from that. I I think um, uh, Demon Slayer. I, I think yeah. that show uh, is a lot better in sub, but okay. does just as well in dub. Yeah, um, it, it's nice when shows can do that in both senses. Yes, yeah. Yeah, again, like I said, I'm a sub guy. I, I, I really I think it's a lot better when it's in sub, but it, it's... It takes your attention. Mm. You know, you you have to sit down and be watching the show the whole time. Yeah, not really doing anything because you miss an important part. You're like, well, fuck. Exactly. Now I gotta go now back. I gotta go yeah, back and now, redo this. Yeah. Like, what did I miss? Like, this was a key part, and now mm-hmm. it's gone. You know, I um, uh, 
I just uh, I need to get back so like so so hard into getting on my animes and yeah. like into my hero especially and because I have so much I'm behind on oh okay. that I need to catch up so I can start watching more no, shows yeah. like I, honestly I, I absolutely like I just saw the new movie for it and mm-hmm. it was great um yeah body had good things to say about it too yeah it, yeah. it was a good, it, the biggest problem I had I, it was just literally the same as his they have these really really badass stealth suits mm that gets shown for one minute. That's annoying. <laughs> it's like, and they literally don't even have any fighting scenes in them. It's literally then like, why even establish? Exactly. That? It was like, oh, what was the point of these suits if you're gonna take it away? And it was like in the very beginning of the movie. So it's like immediately they're gone. It's like, what was the point? Mm-hmm. You, you shouldn't have even bothered with it. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Um. But no, it was it was a very solid movie. Um, and there are there was one other thing I kind of like picked from it that was kind of weird, but it it was still it was a solid movie. That's it good. Was, yeah, it was a very very good. movie. It's good when it lives up to the hype. Like you yes, absolutely. And uh, another thing I agreed with them on is they didn't show too much in the trailer. I hate when they show too this, much. Yeah, in trailers. Sometimes that is you know such a curse. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes it could be it could be a gift, but it could also be a curse. Like with comedies, most of the time they put all the comedic scenes in like the trailer, mm-hmm. and then you go see the movie and it was like wasn't funny yeah you know that, that just sucked and we yeah. already saw the funny parts in the trailer you know so it, it you really got to be careful with that kind of stuff not to give away too much and you know this and that and yeah because then people are going to know exactly what to expect and that's exactly. going to bring the desire to see the movie down too. exactly yeah yeah and it, you know i think um what was it? Endgame kind of suffered from that a mm-hmm. little bit, you know. Um, I, it's just something I think shouldn't be done. Yeah. You know? uh, in my opinion, I think one trailer should be put out most of the time and then, okay, wait for it. Mm-hmm. You know, just see what happens. Because then you get one trailer, you see what's going to be going on, but then you see all this other stuff that's like, Oh, mm-hmm. whoa. Like, that really threw me off guard, you know? Yeah, exactly. And um, I, I I get they do that sometimes because um, because they want to make sure, like, okay, is the audience going to like this? Mm-hmm. You know, we got to check out if they're going to like that or not. But, again, going back to my risks, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. You got to take risks. Yeah, you really You do. know, it, if the audience isn't going to like it, you'll hear they didn't like it, mm-hmm. you know? But at the end of the day, you have to be willing to take that risk yeah. to see, like, okay, is this the best decision for us? I know? agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to you gotta take some, 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 like, yes. some creative risk with it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. The last thing that I watched, what was it? It wasn't even an anime. What was the last series I watched? Hmm. You. I don't know oh, if you watched, yeah, if you watched you've, that show. You've mentioned that. Yeah, I Good haven't checked it God. out. That, what a freaking <laughs> psychopathic train ride yeah, the entire exactly. thing is. So you haven't watched, um, what was it, that uh, Squid Game? I didn't watch Squid Game yet, no. I didn't check that I, out. I either. still have to. That's, that's something I have to check out now that I have more time. Yeah, I want to watch it, but I'll be honest. I, I heard how it ends, and it's it kind of like, 
I heard that and I was like, okay, well, yeah, that's kind of a dumb ending. And well, I that's how I felt about the, there was the show on Netflix that came out last month called Midnight Mass. Okay, and that's how I felt about that because it was it was very vampire y. Oh, okay. And it, the way it started out, it was like, I don't I don't understand what's going on. Uh, and then as the okay. show got in, you're like, this is awesome. And then the end was like, mm-hmm. eh, okay. Uh, so like. Okay. That it kind of sucked in that sense, and lip yeah. up. You was good. It was, but okay, it's yeah. just like I'm like, how many psychopathic people could you possibly think are in this world? Just like, in, oh, you know, okay, yeah, it's weird. But um, then this week, uh, the Dexter sequel is starting to come out now. I don't oh, know if you ever watched sequel. Dexter. Yeah, it's called Dexter New Blood. Um, oh. and it's out on Showtime now. The first two episodes are out. Okay. Um, so me and Julie watched the first two. How is it? Oh, it's so good. Really? It's so good. It's already- uh, they kind of killed the end of Dexter. They, <laughs> but they, yeah, they totally did. screwed up the ending of Dexter so bad. <laughs> Might as well have taken a hatchet to it. Well, I know, know, seriously. Well- did you watch Dexter? Not all of it. I I didn't watch the last seasons because I heard it was bad. Okay, yeah. you didn't watch the last seasons no. of it. Okay. Um. Do you want Do you want to know what happens or uh, like yeah, what? That's fine. So okay. Spoiler alert for probably the next fifteen minutes because I'm gonna talk about how Dexter ends and then yes, how um how this next show kind of ties into it. Yes. Click away or listen away. Listen skip away. Skip yeah. This is a show that's been over for like ten years now. So if you if you don't know the like. It's kind of you on know, you. It's kind of on <laughs> you, but like, go check it. Like, it's a good series, all in all. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, they're finding this one killer at the end of the last season, and Deb, who is con- consistently just the worst piece of crap character that they put in that show, she's just absolutely awful. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, is she like the whole last season? He's like, um. It's about protecting Harrison and um, and this other girl that he's with now. I think her name's Wendy. I want to say it's Wendy. Okay. Um, he's like, oh, this is all about protect. My whole life is to protect Harrison now, and like I got to keep my family safe. Oh, and okay, all that. yeah. And, like, and then they're finding this last killer, and Deb gets shot. Thank God. <laughs> and but she's in the hospital, and she's like, okay, and like they're talking a little bit, and then she like. Something shuts down, like one of her kidneys shut down, so she's going to oh, be like a vegetable. Okay, yeah. So Dexter decides to take her off life support, and then he dumps her in the sea, and like she actually dies, and like oh. so like Deb's dead, and then he decides like, okay, even though I said I'm going to protect Harrison um, and Wendy, I'm going to abandon them both, and he oh, just drives what? off like into this storm. So, like, that people think he's dead, but then, like, he's in Oregon. Like, he relocates to Oregon and just oh. lives by himself. So, like, the whole season he spends establishing the family is so important to him. And I get it. They're so important to me, like, I gotta leave them behind. Blah, right. Blah, blah. Such a fucking cop-out <laughs> of an ending. It's uh, yeah, such that, a terrible, really, terrible... That fucking sucks. That... So now... Without giving an insane amount away. Right. Now he's in Alaska. He hasn't killed in years and years and years. Oh, okay. And Harrison finds him. Ooh. Tracks him down. So that's where it kind of is right now. Okay. So it's already 
re um repairing some of the things that it had done that it had done terribly right. to end the series. So it's it's starting to repair a okay. little bit. But now Dab's the voice in his head instead of his dad, which fuck oh. that because I really wish she would have just stayed buried, yeah, buried and dead because she's terrible. She's just the worst. <laughs> she's just the worst as a person and as a character. Right. She's so bad. <laughs> um, but it's good. It's definitely worth right. watching. Um, again, two episodes in, so not a ton. Yeah, established I didn't know they were it. doing that. Yeah. Um, but uh, Clancy Brown's in it too. The uh, the voice of Mr. Krabs and Lex uh, Luthor yeah, yeah, and all yeah, those yeah. iconic people from <sighs> such a good and yeah voice. in Shawshank Redemption and yeah. tons of other things. Um, so it's cool. They're they're right. like establishing it, and it's nice that I finished Dexter last year so I can get in on this. Now. Oh yeah, absolutely. But Casey's a Dexter fan too, yeah, right? She loves yeah. Dexter. You guys should watch it. You guys okay. should figure out how to like. Do a free pass on Showtime or something, and oh, get okay, the first yeah. two episodes in or whatever. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's we'll very check that good. Out. It's very uh, good. What else is doing? I don't know if it's a new series, but this uh, Harry Potter is doing something. They're like doing like too. a reunion with everybody, which is oh, be just really a reunion. Cool. Yeah, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. I, th- I thought they were doing something because uh, there's always that controversy, like. Uh, like what was it? Everyone was thinking they were going to do a, a reboot of Friends. But oh it was right, just the and that was just the reunion, yeah, which they don't need to do. No, they don't. They really do not. Did you know that Joey had his own show? Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I I saw a scene from from it. I think it might have been the first episode, but <laughs> yeah. watching it and the yeah, I read the caption. It was like from Joey's own show. I was like, what? They, Joey should, had a they show? tried to they tried to make a whole thing where it was like a spinoff for him, right? And some of the characters were going to come back in every once in a while, and like, uh, but it 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 didn't even yeah. it didn't last I, at all. I think it had maybe two seasons, and that was it. I think it was only one. I think it only made oh, it through really? one. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, it didn't it didn't do it didn't do too great. Right. Yeah. But I remember that. I remember friends finishing up and Joey like starting a little bit. Yeah. Right. Like not lasting oh, by man. any means. Yeah. He's like. Sometimes I watch because me and Julie are actually rewatching Friends. We have been for a while. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I've, I've um, been thinking about rewatching it recently. But some of his, <laughs> some of his acting like things that he falls oh, into the stupid thing. Like he just we just watched um, when he's on that show Mac and Cheese with that robot. I don't know if you've oh, seen it. Yeah. And it gets canceled, <laughs> yeah. and like they call uh, they call to let him know it's canceled, and he's like. He's like, it is. He's like, but he's like, but I thought we were doing good. And then he's like, all right, well, see you tomorrow, I guess. And then he goes, <laughs> he goes, we're not even filming it anymore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> such an idiot. Yeah, he is an idiot. He's so stupid. <laughs> That's the one thing with his character. So I feel dumb. like he gets progressively more stupid as the series goes on. Yeah, that's true. And, I, and some I, shows fall into that I was going to say, yeah, they absolutely do like, um, like, what's his name? Um, Kelso. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, like, it was really cool because when they, when Astrid Kutcher, uh, uh, audition for that role. Uh, apparently, everyone else played the role dumb. Like he was really, he was just this dumb guy. But Ashton Kutcher went in and played him as naive. 
Like he's just like you know he's just and it just goes back to what we were ex- talking yes. about earlier. Yes, if you absolutely. play a real emotion, yes, rather than just being like, "Oh, I'm the funny guy," yeah, that's not gonna land. Exactly, believing he believes in everything that yes. he's saying. Yes, absolutely. And like I said, progressively in the show, he gets dumber and dumber, and it's it, it's sad because it, he really he's played naive. And it's just so funny. He's just, he cracks me up. Like his character. He's so funny. The one episode where he's like, He's he's going to their house for something. He's like, sorry, I'm late. I was cutting through backyards to get here, <laughs> yes. and the Hendersons got a new jungle gym. Yeah. Like, like those yeah. stupid things that he does. Yeah, and even then, he's like, a jungle gym. Come on, guys! Like you're not excited. <laughs> Even that, and like all the times that he's talking about like wrestling with dogs or just yeah. being like all those stupid. <laughs> like he makes that character so good. Just he based on he really uh, does. It, it's just so funny. And um, I actually saw what's his name, uh, Danny Masterson. Is yeah, that his name? yeah. Um, Hyde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what's his brother's name? Is it Chris Masters? Chris, thank you. Chris was um, Francis on Malcolm in the Middle. Yes, yes. yes. Um, we're watching. Me and Casey are watching that show, White Collar. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'm showing her that show, and uh, there's an episode where both of them are in uh, the same episode. Like they actually play brothers. Too. That's cool. And it's yeah. It's just so cool to see that. It's, because yeah, you never get to see it. When do you act? That's one of my goals. Is I want to be, um, like playing, not playing brothers with you, but I want to like a one-on-one role with you. That's yeah, always been a that'd dream be, with mine. That be you know? we can and we can definitely do that at some point. I feel uh, absolutely. Like. I also feel like, like there's a built-in. If they need brothers, no, yeah, we're legitimately absolutely. brothers, and we can both act. So that's yeah. like the thing where you know that the like the chemistry's already there, and you don't really have to worry. Like they don't really look alike. We look exactly alike. Right. It's gonna happen. You know? it, it's inevitable that it's gonna happen. Right. At some yes, point. And there are shows that are built that it would be successful if we took on those roles. Yeah. Yeah. They absolutely. Really are. Absolutely. Yeah. But um. But but yeah. I. I you know, you don't get to see that a lot, like brothers mm. acting together and stuff like that. I, I, I just think that's so cool yeah. when they do. Well, it, yeah, I think that's what makes our relationship even more unique too. Is yes. we've had that, and we both have the same perspective on things, and it's yes. nice to be able to travel through life with somebody that like knows the same feelings yeah. and opinions that you have about certain right. things, acting yeah. wise, and just. To to have those people in your corner in your career is super important. I'm thankful yeah. that I have that with you. I really no, am. yeah, same here, yeah. same here. And, and like I said, like you're one of my biggest inspirations to act. You mm-hmm. know, I, I saw you doing it, and I was like, like that looks fucking amazing. <laughs> I want to try that too. Yeah, you know, and uh, eventually it just took off. Yeah, and, and, and you're passing with flying colors. Really <laughs> well, thank you. you. I'm not you. <laughs> I always but say that. You. I always say that. But you, but... you're you, and that's right, all you ever yeah. need to be. Yeah, you yeah. don't. You don't ever have to be me. Just right. be, be your own person, <laughs> your own actor, and you're always going to do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. So your show, I did happen to look. 
December 9th through the 19th. Thank you. We Thank um you. we have so I'm I'm sure the schedule is Thursday through Sunday, right? Yes. That you're doing it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, matinee, Sunday. Yes. Um, for those weekends, all through the night is such a feel good show. It's a wonderful yes. way to get you it's into the holiday a, season. Uh, I'll put it this way: we um, Ghostlight recently posted like. Uh, what's your favorite show out of all these ones? A, B, C, or D, or E? And um, all through the night was B. Yeah. And every single comment I saw was B. Yeah. Like everyone. It's just such a great. And, and that's standing up with with shows like uh, It's a Wonderful Life mm-hmm. and Christmas Carol mm-hmm. and uh, the, what was it? Uh, yes, Virginia. Um, there is a Santa yes, Claus. Yes, there is a Santa yeah. Claus. It, like, it, it beat out all of those shows, the two which are classics mm-hmm. for people to see. Uh, it, it beat them all out. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it, it's such a phenomenal show. It, it really is. Yeah, and maybe as this gets closer to um, when you come back, we'll bring DJ on and we can promote Absolutely. it like that too because yeah. that'd be a fun episode to be able Absolutely. to do too. I even uh, I talked to them recently. I want to have try to have them on my podcast too. Yeah, you know, it's going to be a lot. They started one too, which. Uh, Oh, man, I think they stopped doing it, but uh, what was it called? Oh, I, I, it was something about, uh, it was something about fighting, and they always had like controversial topic. Like, oh, nice, uh, yeah. Like some people would be on one side of the topic, while others would be like, "No, well, I feel this way." Mm-hmm. You know, it was um, I can't remember what it was called, but it was very good, and I think they stopped it, which is sad. But that makes but, um, for great conversation too. That's a great idea. To yeah, to, yeah, to be able absolutely. To have for that. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully we'll have them on soon um, mm-hmm. before the show goes up, so that we can do a good episode about that. Yes. Um, and then you're established on your show now. Um, yes, yes. So if you would like to check it out, it's called "What's Going On with Ben and Tyler," mm-hmm. and uh, there's no topic. We just. We talk. We have guests on. We try to have guests on every week. Um, it, it, it's just a fun time, and the chemistry is awesome. They're they're yeah they're doing really yeah. really great well, with thank it. Thank you. I I laugh my ass off when you guys are. <laughs> me and mom were talking about uh, the one of the episodes the other day where you did the. Um, you were guessing the lyrics of songs oh, based on that, and you yes. said you got your one, and uh, that y- <laughs> yep. you're basing it like golf yep. scores were your lowest. <laughs> Ridiculous, but just so funny. <laughs> just you're so naturally you, and it's, it's my favorite part of it. Oh well, thank you. Um, but check that out. That's on our network too. That's um, up and growing. We're gonna keep coming back with YAO. So each yep. week, it's either honestly gonna be either Ben or the Cheese Man or Juliana that'll be um, that'll be like the the staple on here. Next week, mm-hmm. it's gonna be the Cheese Man because the Cheese Man and I have Ooh. a great week coming up. We're, oh, we have a like a best friends week of adventure um, this week. We are going to the Bills Colts game tomorrow. Oh, together, word. awesome! Um, which is a very important game for the Bills. They better fucking win. Yeah, they um, better win. And then uh, Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, we are going to uh, see the Sabers play the Bruins. So I haven't Ooh. been to any sporting events since the pandemic. So okay, I, and yeah. I go to two of my favorites in the same week. Uh, with one of my favorite people in the entire world. Right, yeah. Um, so it'll be fun to recap that. In fact, I don't know if you're um, 
what's your schedule like as far as do you have days off for Thanksgiving or are you uh I don't really I have Thanksgiving off obviously but um I think we have like a half day the day before uh I'm Black I'm not Friday really sure. you're working that's trash yeah it it sucks but that's what construction yeah, is that's why <laughs> I get that um well maybe we'll work something out we'll see if we can get both of you in, but yeah, if absolutely. not, the cheese man's going to be back for sure. Um, this coming week, no matter what, um, Thanksgiving's upon us, which I can't believe that's a yeah, thing already. I know. Yeah. Someone mentioned that, um, you know, like, Oh, it was, uh, we do this thing for camp good days. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing that this weekend. Uh, they ask for donations and stuff and they're like, okay, well we need donations by, uh, 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 before Thanksgiving, so next week, and I went. Thanksgiving's next week. Yeah, it's so <laughs> I bizarre. Was just like, holy shit! Where's the time gone? You know, it, it's it's really weird. This every year just flies by more yeah. and more. Yeah. Um, but we'll be you know giving thanks this week for everything good in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick before we go, I do want to mention um, Kevin Bennett, friend of the show. Um, his nana just passed away. Um, oh. Recently, I believe within the last week, and um, Anna, his fiance, who uh, I love very much, um, her grandpa just passed away as well. Oh, geez. Um, so they're going through um, as a family. They're going through a lot of loss, and uh, I just want to give my send my condolences to yes. them through yeah, this. Absolutely, and, uh, same here. It, it, because I, you know. I wanted to say something on Facebook too, but it's so impersonal doing yeah, it that way. So absolutely. I just wanted to take a moment to acknowledge that and to say, um, rest in peace to Adam Worrell too, who um, oh yes passed away last week. Um, and know. if you're in yeah. if you're in North Tonawanda in the Buffalo area, I please just be careful. I I, do, I don't yeah. know. I don't know how else to say it. There is, there's a trap people fall into here, yeah. and it's scary. And it seems like addiction is a very easy thing to fall into by accident yeah, around here, absolutely. and just being in the wrong place at the wrong time. And um, if you're struggling, you can always talk to me. You can always talk no, to somebody yeah. else. Yeah. Um, drug counseling is readily available in the area. It's just just the, the rates of overdoses and suicides that are happening in the nation is yeah. is crazy yeah. how it's some of the leading causes of death now um, in categories. So just take care take care of yourself be yeah. good to your brain yes your don't body, let yourself yeah. yeah don't let yourself fall into those patterns because it just it does nothing but create sadness and yeah. hurt and, and people and you losing will... lives too yes. soon from things um so rest in peace to adam and my mm-hmm. condolences uh to joel and adam's whole family and yes yeah um but uh, on a happier note, I will also say uh, Monday is my six-year anniversary with Juliana. And, Yay! Yeah. So that's that is exciting. I never thought I could keep something so beautiful for so long. <laughs> so um, love you, Julie. I love you, Julie. Um, I'm so happy I get to share in this crazy thing called life with you. <laughs> and it's weird to think this is going to be our last dating anniversary before next year when we'll have a wedding anniversary yeah. with you. 
So that's bizarre, but we're going to be uh, making the most of that. I cannot wait for that. <laughs> um, I'm going to say you'll be back in two weeks, if not this week. Okay. And maybe we'll yeah. plan on d- having DJ on that week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but until then, happy Thanksgiving. Um, again, take care, everybody out yes. there. I'm so happy to be back doing this. And again, I hate to pile more on your plate by giving you another show to, you know. Oh, no worries, dude. I. I'm just glad that you even offered. Okay. Honestly, Perfect. I'm very happy with it. Well, you're going to be a great addition of the team along with the cheese man. And I'm looking forward to the direction that this is going to take. Because I think this is going to take a really fun direction at this point. Yeah. Um, so happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Have a great week. Take care of your mental health. And we will see you later. Bye, guys. Bye.